I'm with Rod Grammer, President and CEO of Idaho Business for Education. Hi, Rod. Hey, Tim. How are you? I'm great, thanks. Thanks for inviting us into your home office today. Um, you know, your mission, and you're doing such a great job, is getting students who are future workforce ready for new jobs coming online in a few years. I, th I think you refer to it as closing the gap, right? Right, for sure. We, um, we're trying to reach uh, students and give them the tools to be successful. And especially during this uh, coronavirus uh, crisis that we're having, it's critical to give them the tools that they need to continue learning. Well, it's super critical. And what I'm impressed with is how, because of the coronavirus and schools being closed indefinitely, you've shifted gears quickly and, and have some really interesting initiatives out there. One of them is that you've launched um, a Learn at Home with public television, right? Yeah, that, that was an interesting thought. Um, so our, our overarching program, as you know, Tim, because you're helping us with it, is to get computers and connectivity to students who don't have it at home. But one day, um, and we have thousands, by the way, thousands of students in Idaho in that, in that situation. So one day I was thinking about this and I was thinking, you know, we're not going to be able to reach every student um, that needs these tools. So I kind of drew on my old television background and I thought, well, I know somebody who has what I called the magic wand, and that was Idaho Public TV. Uh, every house may not have a computer or connectivity, but almost every house in Idaho has a television set. So I called my old fr friend, Ron, who's the general manager of Idaho Public TV, <clears throat> and I said, well, what if we put classes taught by teachers on Idaho Public TV right. and all these people in the far reaches of Idaho could access that and we could continue to give uh, students instruction. So we're doing that. We're launching it on Monday. On Monday. So that would be the, what is that, the 20th, 20th, uh -huh. 20th of April. Oh, that's yeah, awesome. Yeah, so literally, Tim, in one week from idea to execution, uh, we actually had our first conference call a week ago today. And so we've got a media campaign, we've got we've got the teachers lined up, we've got the schedule on TV, and we've actually started recording some of the classes. Um, and then they'll start on um, on uh, Idaho Public TV on Monday. Outstanding. Yeah, uh, that's amazing. Uh, in one week, look at what you accomplished. Isn't that something? It's amazing. But it's amazing what you can do when you have a village helping you. Well, you know, you and I are both uh, news directors and, you know, we say there's nothing like a deadline to get things done, right? So, yeah, you know, I've kind of drawn on my journalism career because, as you know, in in uh, news, we're always moving fast, right? Uh, right? We don't let much grass grow under our feet. Uh, we can get a lot done. I've always been amazed at how much a uh, news operation could get done in a short amount of time. So, my 25 years in broadcasting, I think, really uh, has paid uh, off for me in this. Well, clearly, and also um, getting things done. The other thing that's, I think, captured everyone's attention is the other project that you're leading right now, which is getting a laptop for every student in Idaho who needs one. Tell us about that. Well, it's called our Community Activation Project, and it has two parts. First is 
we've got to get computers into the homes of some of these students who don't have it. It's it's kind of hard to believe that in the 21st century, uh, not every home has a computer or an internet uh, uh, service. Uh, to me, it's as basic as electricity or indoor plumbing. But it's true, we have thousands of kids like this. So the first half of the project is to get computers to these kids so that they can access um, things online. But the other half of the process is to get connectivity to these students um, because that connectivity allows them to interact with their teachers, with their school district, get assignments and things like that. Sure. So this uh, community activation project is aimed at those two goals. Yes, because when you first talked to me about it, you said, you know, you wanted to collect laptops for every student who needed a, uh, one. I thought, okay, I get that. But then I started thinking, well, if they don't have connectivity at home, then I'm not sure how good the laptop is going to work out. But you've, you've got to solve for that on the connectivity side, right? Yeah, what we've done is we've created a, a fund called the Internet for Students Emergency Fund at the Idaho Community Foundation. And some of our generous IBE members have put money in that. And that's given us enough money that we can help these uh, school districts get connectivity to the students that don't have it. So I'm I'm working with the school districts and their, especially their IT people and with uh, internet providers and telecoms to get hotspots out there where these students live so that they can access their studies uh, online. So it's kind of a one-two punch. First, we gotta get computers to them if they don't have one, and second, connectivity. And we're actually finding in many parts of Idaho, the connectivity is actually a bigger issue than the, than the devices. Um, but we've gotta make sure they have both, otherwise it doesn't do any good to give them connectivity if they have no computer or vice versa. Well, that's true. And on the connectivity side, I mean, that's been the the last mile um, issue for a long time is how do we get rural areas and uh, low economic uh, areas connectivity so they can bridge the digital gap, right? Yeah, that is. I mean, we've always known we've got this di uh, digital divide in Idaho yeah. and across the country, for that matter, between the haves and the have-nots. But the virus has really driven home uh, how severe that gap is. And so my hope is that we get through this crisis uh, in kind of this makeshift way that we're working on. But I think once we're through this crisis, we as a state and as a community and as stakeholders really have to come together and figure out how we're going to close this gap permanently in Idaho. Not sure what the answer is, but I know that, you know, it's, it's not good that in the 21st century, we have kids that don't have an equal access uh, to their teacher and, and ability to learn. Yeah, well, you're working on that. Now, tell us about the laptops. How do uh, all of us, any of us, help with getting a laptop to a student? Yeah, what we found out, Tim, when we started this is that the supply chain from China especially was broken because of the virus. So even if we had all the money in the world, we couldn't buy devices, we couldn't buy uh, Chromebooks, we couldn't buy computers. So what we set out to do was uh, have a computer drive of unused computers. So all of us have that computer that we've stuffed, uh, stuffed in some closet, or if you're a business, uh, you've stuffed in a storage area. Well, what we need everybody to do is bring those out of storage uh, we can get them sanitized. Uh, we can strip the uh, sensitive data off of them. 
And then what we can do is then we can give those to the school districts to pass out to those students without computers. Uh, so far, we've had several companies in Idaho step forward and like Simplot, uh, JR Simplot company, uh, an iconic Idaho company came up with 123 computers for us. Wow. And just yesterday we delivered them to the Caldwell School District. Um, others have found, um, just today I talked to one company, they think they have another 100 and so, and they might even have 60 Chromebooks that they haven't used that they can donate to us. So we're getting both companies to join us and also individuals around the state who have that one computer at home. So we're distributing these to the school districts as fast as we can. How many laptops do you think is needed? Do you have any, any guess on that? Uh, yeah, and the number's going to uh, amaze you as it did me. I think we need between 10 and 15,000 computers. So, wow. and, and that's why when I was thinking about this, and one of the big issues we have, Tim, is that if we had six months or a year, we could leisurely go about closing this gap. But the problem is we only have six to seven weeks because what we're really trying to do is, is help the students through this last seven weeks of school. So we're in a race, not just with resources, but we're in a race against time. So it's a daunting task. And that's where I started thinking about the Idaho public television option, because I know that under the best of circumstances, it's gonna be hard to get 10,000 computers out to the kids. But it's a great goal and it's a wonderful challenge. And I bet I know in my company, I bet we have 10 laptops that are that are collecting dust. And I bet I've got one in the basement. And you know, if I start thinking about it, I could I probably have 15 for you. And I bet uh, a lot of small businesses have old laptops they're not using anymore. And I bet I bet there's a, a lot out there. How do we um, how do we donate uh, a laptop? Physically, how do we do it? Well, uh, if you live anywhere in Idaho or the country for that matter, on our website, idahobe.org, we've got, we've created seven uh, community action project teams and each team has a chair and we, um, you can go to our website and you can find the chair closest to you. Send okay. them an email, say, I'm a company and I have laptops to donate or I'm an individual and I have a laptop. And what we can do, Tim, is we can pick those up. And um, if it's a company, we're asking them if they could sanitize them and take the data off. If I were a company, I'd want to do that because then I'm more assured that my data is, is removed. Or if you're sure. an individual, we can do that for you. We have volunteers around the state. We got Idaho State University students in Pocatello that are doing this. And we've got Lighthouse Foods uh, volunteers up in Sample, oh, Idaho. Sure. So, then what we can do is we can either pick them up uh, like we did the Simplot uh, computers last Friday, we picked them up, or we can uh, have you drop them off at different locations around the state and the chair can tell you where those drop out off locations are. Wow, that's really something. So you've created basically a, a statewide network where, where different regions are available to take laptops and then distribute them in that community that yeah that's that's very impressive yeah in that in that community and really the reason i started working on this is because we surveyed superintendents and they said we have this connectivity issue and the device issue the beauty about ibe and why i thought we could lead this effort is 
that we are all across the state of Idaho. We have a regional structure already in place. We have chairs in each region, five regions. And we have this kind of sweet spot between the business community and the education community. We have obviously the trust of the business community, but we also have the trust of the educators. So I felt like we could really lead this and bridge that that uh, bridge bridge that community and and get people and other community groups involved in this. Which we we've got Kiwanis and Rotary and and the Lions and Chambers of Commerce helping us. So so it's really a team effort from everybody. But I felt like because of this unique position we were in between business and education that we could lead it. And so this. Uh, regional structure we've got was pretty easy to 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 stand up a um, a team effort on this thing. So, well, while you you and I were having the discussion, I brought up uh, the website for yep. uh, Idaho Business for Education. So they saw that you can see the homepage there. You can see the uh, couple different campaigns that are going on, one for Idaho Public Television and the two for the laptop. So once again, they go to the website, they can find out where to donate a computer or also contribute money, right? Yeah, and uh, the fund is in the Idaho Community Foundation. So okay. if the people wanna donate to the internet fund, they can go there, there's a link and they can donate directly to the uh, Idaho Community Foundation. Uh, just remember that it's uh, Internet for Students Emergency Fund. Uh, that's all you have to know and go to the Idaho Community Foundation. But we, every donation would help, uh, no matter how small or how large, because uh, this is a daunting effort uh, to get this connectivity out to everybody. Well, thank you, Rod, for your uh, leadership and, and, and vision on this. It's, it's, um, it's very inspirational. Well, thank you, Tim. It's uh, it really is. But it, uh, as I said, it's great members like you. I just have to put in a, a shout out to Tim because Tim's firm um, created a beautiful social media campaign for us almost overnight, uh, which we've gotten out there. Uh, and I love particularly the artwork and the and the branding that you created. Uh, uh, One Idaho, every student matters. Empower Idaho. Hashtag Empower Idaho. It's Brilliant campaign, Tim. So I can't thank you enough for doing that on the on very short notice. Well, thank you, Rod. It's a it's a great project, and we're happy to be involved. Rod Grammer, President and CEO of Idaho Business for Education. Rod, be well. Thank you, Tim. You too.